If you could travel back as many years as possible without getting them back, how many years would you travel? Thirty. Uh, uh, none. Five. Why'd you go back 30 years? <laughs> I want to experience You're the not 90s. Even born yet. Oh, I thought you meant like I can go back in time to any time. But you won't be able to get it back. Wait, so does that mean that he's never going to be born? I meant like, I meant like you get to like re, like oh, you get to go back in your, oh, okay. in your life. Not nah, just you like go back it? in time. You mm. No, I'm going to stick with 30. <laughs> 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 Who knows what I was? You know, I was probably a speck of dust or. A little sperm just swimming around. <laughs> That's how far back you want to go. <laughs> yeah. Five years old sperm. Okay. Yeah, you said you said none, Amber. Yeah, no, I'm. I don't. You good with everything? Yeah, because if if I don't get them back, then I'm not where I am right now, and I'm not cool with that. That's true. But now, if you have the knowledge that you have now, mm-hmm. going back to however many years, you've sure. already learned the lesson. Sure, but, but you could but be. Am I gonna be able to still keep the knowledge that I have now? Yeah. But then I haven't gone through what I have because I can't get them no, back. But, but then there would essentially be no point in going back then without like... Because if you're just going to go back and redo the same thing, then you're not going to even know that you went back. So but so you would have the knowledge. If I had the same knowledge and I was still able to do it. I mean, still a good answer, like saying zero. I don't, I don't, zero, I don't like, think so. I think I'm going to still stay with that because mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I can't imagine... What are you making that funny face for? I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I can't imagine... <laughs> she feels like she's being judged every second. No. <laughs> Okay, keep going. What was your five-year one? I said five because, like, wait, how many years? Yeah, like, if you if you went back in high, like, that's high school, right? So I just said five, but I was just trying to say something around high school. I feel like there's so much time being wasted in high school of, like, random things that you're doing and, like, uh, people you're trying to impress and et cetera, et cetera. That, like, if you actually, if I was doing, like, if I was putting as much time into something that I care about and I'm passionate about, which you're still figuring it out in mm-hmm. high school. Oh my God, like you would be so ahead of everything. Yeah, but, That's why but I said that. is being ahead necessarily better? I don't know. Yeah, I don't For know. me, like I always feel like I'm like, I catch on to things later. Like I start like doing better at certain things later. But I also feel like that's just like a part of like, my success is like I get onto it later. I have a, a developed a better. You're asking is being ahead better? I'm yes. being ahead of the game. Like, I'm saying like, you don't know how if for you at that point in time if that was meant for you yeah oh of course but it's like it's an impossible thing that's not going to happen so for for the fun of it i'd go back and be like yo i'm me from five years now in high school yo since i went back 30 years i'll have all the knowledge when i'm a fetus that's crazy yo. Honestly, <laughs> be, no you'd be, be put into a science experiment yeah. that's what they do they'd no, be like all right this baby's too smart because i know like how to play it off i'd be like yo i'd pretend that i'm like a baby and i'm like i'm supposed to act this way so i'm way ahead of you bro great job Honestly, good job Xavier. you're gonna unintentionally to, ahead of you you're gonna have to wait seven years just to come out but okay <laughs> but i'll have so much knowledge mm-hmm yeah. Let's do the intro. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for tuning in to an episode of Strange Flavors. My name is Shimmer. I'm Faraz. My name is Amber. And yes, this is brought to you by Aleph Theory. Social media. You can say it too. <laughs> um, we found on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Strange Flavors. And you can email us on strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com if you're an artist or if you have interesting stories or questions etc and yeah yeah we also have merch uh online right now which you can find on in the description and also we are coming out with our series brown code Uh season three Uh this week i'm super excited about it so many of you guys have asked about it and it's here finally yeah like thank you guys for you know bugging us about it for a long time like yeah anytime we posted like a picture of a green screen they're like brown code brown code brown code (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of the time it wasn't. Dude, yeah. why are you mocking the fans? <laughs> it's <okay>. Brown code. <laughs> Brown code. Yeah, we uh we collaborated with Brown Girl magazine, so it's a lot of like influencers in it, um, that you might recognize from different things. But it was a lot of fun. Um mm-hmm. and we did it in New York and it's a lot more people. We got to collab with Brown Girl magazine. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fire, it was very fire. A lot of people. 
Um, so Amber, actually, you usually bring up the Cardi B news of the week, but Are you I'm gonna bring it up. Oh, 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 Ferrat is catching yeah, up for to once, the Cardi Nicki skip. news of the don't week. Don't skip this because this is not, <laughs> not just not to be skipped. Okay, what did Cardi B do? <laughs> Cardi B told on herself. She straight up told on herself that she can't. She posted this video where she was saying that uh, three years ago she posted it. Okay, it doesn't matter. She still posted it. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> that she used to, what, like. Um, like go on dates go, no no go on dates with dudes mm-hmm. and like go to the rob hotel them, room go to the hotel room drug, drug them, them and, and rob, rob them, them of their money to get to get some yeah wow and uh was this she's, uh, i mean she didn't really tell on herself the video resurfaced and then she had to address but she, it but she made a video of her talking about that <laughs> no but she did tell on herself she did tell on herself she said that i i feel like she said it at a time where she was trying to explain how she went through the struggle and but like that's she, not it's no. not it's not no it's not wait, a struggle. Wait, so are these actual dates or are they like from the, the strip club and they're like trying okay, to sleep no, with no, her. No, so she, so this is what happened. She put out a video like three years ago. She was on live. She was talking about how people have always doubted her success, how she hasn't worked for what she has. She was trying to say like, "Yo, I've worked for it. Like I had to like drug people." She was like, like <laughs> "She was like, if I had to make rent, I had, I had to, to rob, make like- rent." If I if some dude wanted to take me out and he wanted to sleep with me, I'll wait till we get to the hotel room, drug him, and then rob him. I really had to do what I had to do. And the thing is, in her mind, I genuinely feel like she doesn't think there's anything wrong with that. But I think maybe now she gets it. But back didn't then, she make she, a tweet? She was like, she's still trying to like thing. apologize for it and be like, you know, like that's what I was going through. It is what it. She's just not really like understanding how, uh, I mean, like wrong and criminal this is. I mean, I think I think she addressed it to a certain extent of like, yeah, like what I did was wrong and blah, blah. I don't think that and like what could somebody say in this situation to really be apologetic about it? (laughs) Once you like like you can't go back from that. There isn't. But uh, to downplay it and be like, you know, like, you know, that was what the time was and this is what was happening. Did she downplay or did she say that's who I was and I don't and I don't. She literally said that's who I was and I don't. Um, say that I came from it was still, anywhere. It still that came was, off as an excuse. I mean, I think that's your perception. Yeah, I can see She's that. I can it. see that it's an excuse, but I, it, like, what else maybe she was say? around that, you know? Yeah. And like, a, a lot of guys do that, like, rob other people and whatnot, like rappers yeah, and stuff. That's not. That's not okay. Like, yeah, obviously. And she's not okay. saying she's, it's okay. She never said it was okay. Yeah. She never said it was okay, even in her explanation. Yeah. What she said was, I said what I was saying because I was in a different part I don't of my know, life. I don't know what she, she said. She said I was never said. trying to glorify. I just, yeah, dumb. She screwed up. She I'm just that, saying that that's stupid and like, it's not, ex- like, there's she's a lot of people. She's not trying to glorify it in any way. There's a lot of people that are like, and people who do. She says that, her, though. No, but she's saying that, you know, other people, they glorify where they come from and what they did to get to where she did. Even though that's something, what she did isn't. You can't glorify that. But she's saying that she doesn't do it. So in her defense, she's like, listen, I know what I did is wrong. That's why I don't talk about that. That's why I don't say like, oh, this is where I came from because I understand better now. But yeah, I don't know what somebody could say to even, you know, excuse you could them say, from oh, saying. That's all you could say to that. <laughs> yeah. Because you messed up. Yeah. And that's disgusting that you did that. Yeah. I have a... Um, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Is, is Cardi B canceled? Relax. <laughs> oh. um, I have a question for you guys. What's like... You know how, like, England has, like, the royal family and, like, the royal wedding comes on and all this type of stuff. Like, what is America's equivalent? I was going to say the Obama family. Okay. It was. Of a royal family? Of a royal family, though, when it comes to, like, outfits. Kardashians. Interesting. Beyonce and Jay-Z, I don't know. Like, they they call her the queen and stuff. They don't call Jay-Z the king, but... But, like, I I don't think everything's on the same page or that. Like, you know, old white people, they're not going to be, like, you know... Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yeah. Like, I think it'd well, be... Well, also, Jay-Z and Beyonce are super private. And yeah. while the royal family True. is, they also no, but they're literally have a royal. lot of... They have a lot of... Um, like, they'll the come out and The royal family is literally it. royal, though. It's not like people just respect them out of nowhere and they're like, oh, my king. Like, no, it's I like know, but it's literally... about this... It's, it's people's reaction to it. People are waiting to see their outfits. People are waiting to see what happens at their wedding. Not everybody. Um, there's not there's a lot of people that don't, doing... like... Yeah, but a lot. That's do. for the same thing like, here. There's as a well. museum of all the queen's dresses, right? Like yeah. every year, mm-hmm. right? That's how wild 
And the royal wedding is one of the most watched events, you know, in history. Every single time there's a royal wedding, every time that uh, they follow the markers, whatever. My point was, Shamir, you fell into my trap. I was trying to say the Kardashians. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. Um, Okay. But I don't agree. People people care what they wear. Yeah, they like people follow, care a lot about what they wear, what jewelry, what whatever. The Kardashians. Anytime Kylie says anything, but the like world a, goes crazy. That many people do that. Yes, she Every, she talks she crap about Snapchat, and Snapchat's lost a billion dollars. Yeah, but well, Kim doesn't wear anything. <laughs> Anytime Kim puts out an outfit, it's automatically duped into fast fashion immediately. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Um, but anyways, but she doesn't wear um, anything. How cool is it that? Like uh, Kylie and Kendall, they kind of broke off from the Kardashians and they made a brand of their own. And guess where it's coming out? Where? Pakistan? Walmart. Oh, whoa. Yeah. How do you guys feel about that? Well, you asked, is it cool? I don't think it's that cool. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's really cool. Okay, why? People, it's shocking. People who, why, people, why Walmart? People who are following them, right? Yeah. A lot of them are like, you know, there Poor. are... No, I mean, there's also like teenagers in high school and this and that. And it's like not all of them can afford a $30 Kylie lip kit for so one color and whatever. I think it's super cool that it's super accessible to have these trendy fashions. They brought it to Walmart. It's not like they were trying to, you know, kind of have it only in a higher end type situation. I think it's mad cool that Kylie and Ken Brought their also, a lot of times companies will go down a tier because their high fashion doesn't sell as much, and then they're like, "Oh wait, all our money's being made here. Let's keep selling these." Like for example, Nike, right? Nike has some shoes that are like yeah. very expensive that mm-hmm. you know hype beasts go off on, but they don't make as much money on those shoes as they do with like normal sort of dad <laughs> shoes. Mm-hmm. So they will focus, refocus the market on like that and make sure that their stock in that shoe is up, even though it's a lot cheaper mm-hmm. under a hundred dollars. And yeah. so they might be doing this. Nike might shoes be a under a hundred dollars. I feel like they all start at one twenty, but yeah. Sorry. Exactly, that's the point. So, but the ones under a hundred sell more. Mm. So, uh, I think that I mean, it's a great yeah. business decision. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just really cool. It's I don't just think that they're accessible. into Walmart. I would like to see Kendall and Kylie pull <laughs> up to Walmart. But that's what I'm saying is they. It's not like they put out put out like random clothing into Walmart and just slapped a name on it. It's like stuff they wear, like camo backpacks. And fanny packs and clear stuff. I don't know. Oh, they're playing, putting clothes, not just makeup. Clo- no, it's and- not makeup. It's all clothes and backpacks and accessories. Whoa. Yeah. So that's mad It's low cool. quality? It's, I mean, it might be low quality, but I'm sure whatever they're selling in other stores is the same quality. They're selling slip and slides, too. <laughs> Everything that Walmart sells, just put Kendall and Kylie over it. Yeah. Um, in other bizarre news, listen to this headline. This 61-year-old woman just gave birth to her own granddaughter. What? Oh, like what? a sur- what like means? a surrogacy? Like she took her daughter's egg and then put it in her body with her daughter's egg and her uh, or, son. No, it was, her, it was her own egg. Had relationship with her son? Oh yes. no! They, no, no, they probably inseminated her with the daughter's husband's sperm no. with her own egg. There's no daughter. It's a son. She had a relationship with her son. No. The son is gay. The son is gay. There you okay, go. Okay, and the son is gay, and the mom was still able to. Wow. Yeah, have kids, and so they. So what? What the guy did is he wanted to have. Uh, one he, of his own. Yeah, one of his own. So now you're getting the his. Um, I don't know if it's boyfriend or uh, husband, but um, his um, significant his other. Significant other. He will have his at least half of his genes because mm-hmm. it's his mom. That's doing it, and it's also his significant oh, other. That's, okay. So it's like so his sibling. Not the son's not doing it. So it's it's like it's biologically it's a sibling. They're not intercourse. No, no, not even that. The son is not giving his seeds to his mom. No, that would it's be incestual. Okay, no. that's what I was thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, the other the son-in-law is giving the seeds. Yeah. So that's going to be his biologically his sibling, but no. Yeah, biologically that would be his sibling. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but and it, her grandson. No, it can't be her grandson. Well, so that's her no, son. biologically. No, that's her, her grand. Yeah, her granddaughter, because it's, it's because not it's his biologically sure, but like not not oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, but not so, biologically. by societal yeah. terms sure, but like yeah. not biologically. That's their child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But what do you guys think of that? Is that like, 
Is that cool? Is that I weird? I mean, hey. I think it's different. Sure. <laughs> That's a definition Do what you gotta weird. do. Like Shane Dawson, he's like... He's doing that too? Um, so he has a boyfriend, Rylan. Oh, didn't he do you know? with his sister? And he was saying... How, uh, what? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> like that. <laughs> so Rylan has a sister and they were saying the best way to go about it is that Morgan would carry, um, which is Rylan's sister, and it would be Shane's sperm and Rylan... That's what I was trying to uh, say. Half. When I said... You know. <laughs> I think it's really cool. I think that people mm-hmm. might be weirded out by it initially because they're seeing this gay couple mm-hmm. and they're like, wait, what's going on here? Like this, the son-in-law. I think and any the dynamic mother. of that would be weird. But, but if I, but if I okay. were to think of it like, you know, if uh, somebody's even wife, um, which like I don't have the problem with them being gay. I'm just saying people that do find mm-hmm. it weird might find it for that reason. But even if you think about it from a perspective of like a guy's wife can't have kids for whatever reason. And so her mother might be able to you're you're having a kid that is still part of the same genes mm-hmm. that's pretty sweet like if that's what you're trying to do of yeah. course there's always adoption that's what i was amazing. gonna say there's but, also uh, adoption i don't know i just I, I just find that so fascinating like that like our bodies can just do so much and like they had to they had to freeze his sperm for some time uh just to make sure that there was no diseases or anything and then right. there's a whole process after that but yeah i mean like that's so i, don't I know, mean you don't cool do that in a regular pregnancy what like screen it for diseases no i know but i think that they wanted to be like cautious just in case um but interesting i mean i think it's mad cool yeah um okay i think that we should introduce our guest now um he he's coming all the way from richmond virginia he has an extremely cool story of uh you know how he grew up and what circumstances he had to face in order to find him in his music um so he's here to talk with us today he goes by the name carnatic Please welcome Tarif Sharif. I just wanna show out one time. She don't wanna go out one time. Homies in the bathroom, cold crimes. Now you wanna love me. No time, no time, no time. No time, no time, no time. No time, no time, no time, no time, no time, no time, no time. But everybody loves their mom's side of the family. Yeah, 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 so I definitely love my mom's side. Yeah. You guys do too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Why? I don't know. It's just... Is it because they're more loving? Because it's like the mom and the... They have a lot more love for the mother. Are girls more loved? Right. So then their kids are just like more cherished. Mm. That's interesting. Now, um, Bangalore, right? Uh, yes, sir. Did I say it right? Yeah. So it's like, I mean, it's te- they're they're pronounced a couple of different ways. So some people say Bangalore, some people say Bangalore. So it just depends. Okay, and what what would that make you like? Are you Bangalore or that would make me Bangalore? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's like a separate fire. Yeah. province. <laughs> I'm Bangalore. Like that's. So you don't say Indian or like, you say that too? Uh no. I mean, I usually say Indian, and then okay. when they ask what part of India you're from, I say Bangalore. Okay. Mm. Yeah. But so that's South India, right? Yeah. So I feel, I feel like people that are from South in India, they clarify that a lot. Sure. Like, sure. Um, whenever they, whenever somebody brings it up, I like they don't just say India. Do you guys notice that? Or is mm-hmm. it just yeah, me? yeah. They like they say, South say South India. Is what's the difference like? Um, um, so so India is a very like culturally diverse place, right? We speak so many different languages that like region to region, like it's just completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like. When someone asks you um, if you're from South India, naturally, once that question comes, the next question is, okay, where in South India? And then at that point, you just start uh, making those those distinctions. Does that right. make sense? Um, so you came here on our podcast, mm-hmm. uh, drove three hours from Richmond, Rich- Virginia. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> I have class tomorrow. He's, he's we appreciate that. Okay, I, I want people to uh, count how many times he's going to say, that's crazy. What should they do if they every time you say that? Um, well, I don't want you to think about it, but like there should be some sort of incentive. <laughs> like, And they get the right number? Mm-hmm. And they, they get, get like a reward? Yeah, well, I'm not counting. So <laughs> I don't know. No, they have to do something every time he says that. Hmm. Like take a... Um, I'm not trying to say shots. I Shot don't of milk. Promote that because usually... Milk. Usually people are driving while they're listening to Water, podcasts. Water, let's promote hydration. Sure. But then they're going to have to pee if they're on the road. Chocolate I mean, milk. I like chocolate it's okay. Milk. <laughs> he said chocolate milk. All right. It, before you continue the rest of this podcast, grab a glass of chocolate milk. Pull over, milk. go to Wawa, 100%. Royal Farms, wherever you are. 100%. 7-Eleven. Grab a chocolate Nesquik, milk. Kroger. He said Nesquik. Nesquik. Specifically. 
grab it every time he says that's crazy just Chug get it. a little sip just a little sip <laughs> um anyways yeah how was the drive um it was good there was a little bit of traffic early on mm -hmm. um but i just kind of powered through it thank wow. you for the traffic that's so report. strong of you yeah uh, thank you why, <laughs> all the way. why why did you want to come on today um so i think a lot of it um just had to do with wanting to just have an interesting conversation mm -hmm. um i have watched a couple of your guys's podcasts um and then also just selfishly um for myself and for um people who listen to my music to be able to get to know me on a more personal level sure mm -hmm. nice so yeah you like um you what sent you us your music um sure. sorry were you gonna say something yeah i was gonna say what like what's something that you want your audience to be able to see from you right off the bat um <laughs> that at the end of the day i'm just like a regular dude you know and mm -hmm. it's it's just like we, that's, we that's all kind of deal with the same when things. you walked in here yeah yeah i was you like know? wow He's like, very like a regular. Well, Amber said hipster, so yeah. that's the opposite of a regular. Yeah, I don't dude. think he's that regular <laughs> looking. I feel like he's very hipster looking. He okay, literally just to describe to the non um, viewers, viewers on YouTube, you be which you should that. be, you should be watching on YouTube. But he has these jeans that are cut up to like mid. Um, what is this? Shin. Shin, uh, mid shin. Cap. He has yeah. this little button up, but it's half sleeves with like an interesting print. It's cold and then, outside. And it it's is. cold outside. And clear it glasses. Yeah. Clear frames. Well, it's, it's warm nice, in Richmond. It's a nice yeah. look. Mm. Yeah. Would you say it's warm in Richmond? It's warm. It's, yeah, it's warm in Richmond. So. Wait, really? Yeah, I was dressed for Richmond weather. That's mm. what happened. That's dope. Um, so you go by the name uh, Carnatic? Carnatic, yeah. Carnatic. It's close. Wait, so, say it again. Carnotic. Carnotic. Yeah. Um, your your name is Tarif Sharif. Sure. Why not like, that? Yeah. That's so Redline. lit. <laughs> right. So that's the obvious one, right? Um. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question, and I've I've kind of like thought about going back and forth with that with that type of stuff, but I just felt like I wanted a name, um, with more meaning than just my name. Well, what what is Carnotic? Um. So. The region of India that Bangalore is in is called Karnataka. Um, music traditionally made in that region is called Carnatic music. Um, I took the C on the end of Carnatic at the end of the word and I changed it to a K, so it's a play mm. um, on the word. That's awesome. That's nice. really cool. So that, I mean, clearly you have an attachment to your roots. I do. Um, did you, were you born here or were you born back in uh, Bangalore? And when did you come over? Um, so I was I was actually born here. You're born here. Um, okay. I was born in Northern Virginia, mm -hmm. um, but India has kind of always been a place that I've been to even since I was young. Um, when I was like three or four, my parents would take me down there, um, and then we would go literally every every few years since then, mm -hmm. even now. Well, what what does it like mean to you? Um, why are you connected so much to your roots? Um, well, I think it's more like understanding where we come from and what kind of like life was like prior to um, moving to America, right? I think it's important to understand what our people come from and the type of art they consume and the type of food they eat um, to sort of understand yourself better. Yeah, um, so, you know, connecting that to your, to your music, how would you describe what your sound is? I was listening to it on the way here, by the way. It is really like it's yeah. nice. Sure, I, it definitely has a sound, which and it is has always a good thing. Multiple languages in it too. Yeah, um, it's getting there. Um, I think, I think the challenge moving forward is incorporating um, those elements of uh, South Asian culture into the music um, tastefully, since a lot of times when it is done uh, in that way. Uh, it can come off like corny. Um, What's what what def what defines corny? Like, what would you say? So so sometimes it's kind of like when it's really like in your face with music, in my opinion, mm -hmm. and it's like I can rap a bar about being Indian, right? And I can rap a bar about you know I'm from South India. This is what South Indians do, you know. Um, I prefer more like more subtle references mm -hmm. um, in my music. And then also, sometimes I even lean away from just referencing stuff in lyrics um, and 
go more into kind of touching on elements of um like like adding like double drums in for example or mm-hmm. like doing like little things like that yeah um so to step back a little bit how did you get started in music and like when did it start um so it started in high school um i was probably around like 16 years old and i was just kind of messing around with um with beats prior to that um i was memorizing uh the quran and the mosque right and so did you was, finish memorizing I, it i did yeah oh wow. so, congrats yeah. wow That's awesome. nice so growing up um I was always I was always kind of nice with my voice, right? Um on that level, but there's only so much that you could do um with the Quran in terms of how you kind of like mess around with your voice. So when I heard music for the first time, I was like, "Whoa." You were 16 when you first heard music? Uh no, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I um I heard music uh probably like a couple years after I finished Quran, which which probably would have been around the time I was like 14. Okay. okay. I don't know I'm sorry, I'm jumping around a lot. No, no. Um, Go ahead. But basically when I when I heard like music music for the first time, I think it was like um it was like Ayaz replay or something was the first song I heard. And I was like, yo, like they're doing whatever they want with their voice and there's absolutely no restrictions. Um so I was like, what's what's the fastest way I can start doing something like this, right? Um and at that point people were starting to make beats on um FL Studio, which is just kinda like an entry level like software for making beats. So at 16 I was just kind of like messing around with this with this program, not really knowing what I was doing um and then being so happy with with whatever I would come up with at the end of the day and then bringing it to my friends and like my friends like hyping me up or whatever, but but really it was it was just trash, mm-hmm. you know. So well, I have to ask like what was the transition between you know memorizing the quran to making music was there community pressures and and people talking um you know down about you um you know it's interesting because uh even some of my sheikhs who were like um helping me memorize sort of knew that i was singing Mm -hmm. so i haven't really had to deal with anything like that um are they bumping in terms of, like, <laughs> I don't necessarily think they're bumping me, but they're not really like Against looking it. at me crazy like that yet. That's awesome. um, and I feel like that's going to come probably at some point um, just because of the territory. But yeah, I haven't had an issue yet up to this point. That's awesome. On the topic of being Muslim, like what's it like growing up, um, uh, you know, from South India as as a Muslim, like, is that perceived differently? Sure. I mean, it's so confusing, right? Mm -hmm. Because you grow up and you're friends with all these Indian kids, right? Who have these certain experiences with how, how they're growing up, um, in terms of what they worship and how they worship, but you don't necessarily fit with them because you're Muslim, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, okay, you're kind of like us, but not really. And then on the other end, right? With, Pakistani people or just the Muslim community in general, right? They kind of earlier on it was kind of like, okay, you're Muslim, but at the same time you're Indian, right? So like it's not you're not all the way there, mm-hmm. you know? So it was like I don't fit here and I don't necessarily fit here. So it was always kind of like confusing um growing up, but as I grew older, it was kind of one of those things that I'm like truly appreciative of cuz I can pull things from both sides. Yeah. Um to take it into sort of like a more serious subject, you did write to us about your father who is bipolar and schizophrenic. Yeah. How does that work? Um, so I think it's actually in my family um, in terms of, well, what I'm trying to say is I think my grandfather had it as well. Okay. Um, but essentially my dad got diagnosed with bipolar and schizophrenia when he was at... Um, basically when he was in college, his junior year. Um, and so it's something that I wasn't necessarily conscious of growing up. Was that here, by the way? Yeah, that was here. Okay. So he went to tech. Um, okay. And it wasn't necessarily something that I was conscious of growing up as a kid. Mm-hmm. So when you're kind of experiencing certain situations uh, growing up, you're kind of like, yo, like, what's going on, you know? And then you kind of start to resent this person for for their actions or for for how they do certain things. But again, like as I grew older, you just 
you start to understand that it's not necessarily um, them who's in control mm -hmm. of what's going on. And really, it's just them dealing with their own battles. Well, you know? When is it that you actually like found out? Did he tell you or did you? Um, so actually, my mom, God bless my mom. Um, she told me probably when I was around 15 or 16, right? Okay. Uh, after something big had happened in our house in mm -hmm. terms of like... Um, like an episode type yeah, of thing? Okay. type thing. And um, she told me and, you know, even though she told me for a little bit, it was hard. Because it's one of those things that's so, so just like personal. And there, there's so many things that have happened to me up to that point in my life um, with my dad because of, you know, what he was going through. Mm -hmm. That it was like, I still wanted to just be like, you know what? Like, so what? Like, why didn't he like try to take care of it? Mm -hmm. But it's just one of those things that, again, over time, it's like there literally was absolutely nothing he could do. And you know. what what type of how did that affect the household growing up? Um, well, it sucked, right? Because you never necessarily knew what type of uh, home you were gonna be in when you came back from school. So one day it's you're getting dad who like loves and like cares about you on a completely different level, um, and then some days it's just like dad just doesn't care at all, you know. So it changed daily, like. Well, it depends, right? Because. Because it's kind of, with bipolar, it's kind of like episodes. So they're extremely high highs and they're extremely low lows. And then sometimes there's just kind of like this middle piece. So you never necessarily know when it's going to go all the way up or when it's going to go all the way and down. And would mm -hmm. some periods last like long? Yeah, some like... periods last longer than other periods. And really the medication, all it can do is like keep it somewhat like stable. But sometimes you'll still get those like mm -hmm. crazy ups and downs. I well, know, sorry. I know that um, I always say that for bipolar disorder and schizophrenia specifically, that those two are the hardest for family members to deal with because the person who's actually doing it, they get a high off the manic regardless of whether they're happy or sad. Sure. That either way, it's still okay for them. But sure. everybody else around them is the one being affected. However, you grew up with both of them, both disorders in the same house. Yeah. Um, do you think that those experiences affected your music and maybe channeling your energy into some of um so so with the schizophrenia i didn't i didn't i wasn't really like conscious of um what my dad was seeing or like what was going on but i think the bipolar did positively end up affecting my music in a sense that because my dad was kind of a different person uh week to week or even sometimes day to day mm -hmm. um it forced me to put myself as I grew older in his shoes in terms of what he was thinking at that point, right? Mm -hmm. So when it came to writing music, I was able to put myself in these different perspectives a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, I, th I think that's how that's affected my music. Um, how did the rest of your family um, come to terms with it or did they even do that? Mm, I think they just kind of I'm talking about extended family. Mm, I mean, every there there are people in in my extended family who still probably don't know, yeah. Um, that this is exactly what's going on. Um, I don't think they necessarily even view it as like an illness. You mm -hmm. know, that's Just exactly what that's, I'm asking. You understand right. that in our communities, this is There's a very a, this like is a stigma, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, 100%. um, what do you hope to sort of like, um? you know, take from this experience and sort of do for the community. I know that's like a big task, right. but, but like, uh, I think we do need to talk about these things and I'm, we're appreciative that you are even speaking about it. So sure. Um, I think it's something that I don't necessarily know that I want to be at the forefront of, sure. but if there are things that I can do, um, to further that cause, then that's something that I'm looking forward to doing. Like on campus, um, I'm a part of this organization called Golden Rams, and um, it's kind of similar stuff, right? It's like mental health awareness, okay. um, but it's not necessarily in the South Asian community, which I think is, is pretty needed. I think that's something that um, family members of people with these mental disorders end up having to do is gaining a lot of empathy, and like you said, having to place yourself in the shoes of those 
people. Do you think that that has overall rounded you out with your relationships with people in your life, with having empathy for others and being able to relate to them on whatever field it might be, even yeah, if sure. it is way out there? Sure, I mean, um, you just generally become more accepting of people and um, I guess you start to have more patience with people um, and how how they sort of like react to things or like when they say something that that maybe might be a little bit slick to you um you can roll it off your shoulders yeah a little bit easier and it's not as like okay i'm not like as quick to like just get pissed off and just kind of like talk to you a certain way or feel a certain way about you and there's no like real preconceived notion type thing or like even if i have a couple interactions with you i'm not gonna think you're that type of person based on those couple interactions yeah, you seem very composed and easygoing so. yeah for the most part <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 um and and you you did say that like uh there's these different stresses that you had to go through that maybe other kids didn't right um growing up that kind of you know might make your music a little bit more unique mm-hmm. um how do you how do you hope to sort of like get that message across like through the music because right now i mean uh i asked you earlier uh you know what your music sounds like and i don't know it to me like i feel like there's a lot of inspiration from maybe weekend nav people like that is that sure i guess it really just comes down to being authentic right when i when i go into the studio now which the records that you guys have heard um up to this point or, or the record that you have heard was not recorded in the studio um i think it's just being able to capture um, moments and feelings so when when I feel something right away um, I just go and I'll write right and so just being able to capture those moments so you don't really. uh, intentionally go for like a certain objective no I'm not okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wake up one morning and be like yo I want to make a sad song okay you know? mm. that doesn't yeah. that doesn't happen if I wake up and I'm sad I'll make a sad song okay and so who are some of your inspirations or people that you sort of um, try to emulate in your music? Music-wise, um, who, do I, who do I try to emulate? Um, I try to take elements from uh, Nav. I think we all, listen to, we all listen to Drake, so on some level, um, I think I'm influenced by him. Um, yeah, I mean, you're, you kind of hit it right on the head, right? Nav, The Weeknd, Drake. Um, I think that's the most popular sort of sound right now. One of the most popular sounds right now. Sure. A lot of people coming up right now are Toronto. trying to go for the Toronto sound. Yeah, yeah that's really what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, Anders. I listen to a lot of pop stuff. Um, Billie Eilish, Daniel Caesar, mm. Bryson Tiller. Um, and so w- with the music, like um, something that I kept catching on to in your lyrics was there's a lot of talk about money. Right. I think one of your lyrics on um, a song that you just came out with, uh, you were saying like by twenty two you want um, a milli or a rari. what was it? A, you uh, say a rari or a milli? I want a rari by twenty two. Okay. Yeah. How old are you? I'm twenty one. So a year. I got a year. Okay, you got a year. <laughs> yeah. All right. He's like I already got the rari. I have to change it. that bar. It's what good. Do you think? It's <laughs> good to set goals. It's no, like, that's cool. But like, day. you do have a lot of uh, um, lyrics about money. What's sure. Just, what I do you like think nice that, things. Yeah. I mean, like, what do you think that if you had, say, a million dollars, what would that do for you? Um, what would a million dollars do for me? Are you asking me what it would do for me or what I would spend it on? Hmm. Take it take it how you want it. Mm, I don't necessarily know that it would, it would do anything for me beyond, like, um, just being able to, I guess, just purchase, like, material things. Um, in terms of the music... Um, I think as soon as I make a little bit of money on that level, I want to be able to like build a studio right away. So mm-hmm. I just kind of have a, I have a space that I can just go into by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of material things, yeah, I like nice things, right? So like, like being able to like support my my family um, and being able to just kind of like buy their house outright and being able to take care of them, I think th- I think that would be the the like most natural thing as sure. soon as I would get a there's also bit of money. there's also a lyric I don't know if you want to talk about this one but um you say doing lines in the bathroom 
homies in the bathroom coke lines right so oh, the homies and the homies right, are right, doing right that. right right um so i cola yeah. yeah so i i personally never been one uh to do hard hard drugs mm-hmm. um but again when you're in college you experience certain things mm-hmm. right and i do have friends uh who you know i'm not to put their partake. business out there who mm-hmm. partake right sure and you do listen to nav sure listen, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing with you um yeah so like um besides besides you know telling your story being authentic to uh what what message you're trying to promote um we live in a very fast moving sort of like media and entertainment world how do you hope to stick out like what are you trying to do when it comes to things like even social media to get your work out there um that's an interesting question i don't think i don't think necessarily um i'm at the I'm at the point where I've really like thought about stuff like that, but some of the smaller things that we've been doing is kind of like throwing like little small like little like parties in like our little like dorms Who's or whatever. We? Um, so it's me and this other guy. Um, he kind of produces all my stuff. Oh, cool. Um, he what's, also what's sings. his name? His name is Rahul. His okay. name is Rahul. Shout out Rahul. Shout out. Um, so he's pretty tight. There's someone that you've collaborated with a few times. It's not. That's Rahul. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, in terms of in terms of the social media thing, it's it's something that I've started to kind of think about, but like like coming here, um, thinking about like doing like music videos, or like doing like skits in the future. Um, so I guess right now you're doing locally. Yeah, trying to build your brand. Locally. Yeah, it's okay. mo- it's it's mostly local. So like throwing like little parties, so like v- handing out shirts. Like VC is bumping stuff. you right now, currently. Yeah, <laughs> most brown, brown, what? most of the brown kids. What's yeah. what's the extent you'll take um, to uh, get exposure? Uh, you're talking about like in terms of like how wild am I gonna get? Uh, I mean, like, <laughs> what are you willing to do? you know like do it for the? I mean, gram? I'm I'm not willing to do like everything. Like, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and just like while out and not be somebody. I mean, are you like low key? Like, are you gonna pull a weekend where you don't ever see him until like way later on, and then he's out there, or are you gonna be like? I mean, like Billie Eilish, right? Billie Eilish is, I think a lot of people found her from her media stuff that she does, right? Sure. Like she has a personality that's very easy to relate to. And so yeah. people like that. And then they're like, oh, let me check out her music. Oh, she's fire. I mean, I don't necessarily think I have like a really charismatic personality like that. <laughs> so ideally, I, I'd want to be, I guess, but I mean, <laughs> ideally, I'd want to be the type of person to just kind of drop my little music and just disappear mm. and then just drop my music again because it's 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 really just about the music for me mm. so if you find this podcast it's a gem because you won't be getting many of them yeah. <laughs> we're blocking out his face <laughs> what else do you hope to do besides me are you are you in school or anything right now or like what's yeah so i'm i'm actually in school for computer science I yeah, knew it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that I knew that, but I, I'm gonna say I knew it. Yeah. Okay. So you're not trying to get a job in computer science at all? No, I am. Or, I mean, I'm, okay. I'm actually set up for an internship this summer okay. doing ComSci and McLean. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Yeah. So that's something that um, you're always gonna have like music on the side, but then if that takes off, that like you want to do that full time. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm not delusional, right? We're not. I'm not gonna sit here. And be like, yo, I'm gonna be like this crazy like star, you know? Oh, we're we're all delusional. We're all delusional. Right, right, right. I'm actually actually very offended by that. Well, I mean, I feel like you have to be crazy on some level to pursue like what whatever type of creative thing you're doing. Of course. Um, but at the same time, you have to be able to you know pay the bills and you have to be able to like live comfortably while while these things aren't going on, right? So (laughs) I'm eating McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) Remember remember last week we just I think it was two weeks ago we had someone on that is like. Um, you know how rich people don't say that they're comfortable or they say that they never say they're rich they're like I'm comfortable yeah I was like I'm gonna start saying you know I'm uncomfortable I'm uncomfortable, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how I'm trying to live but um no that's good I mean like you wanna be able to like you said pay your bills yeah, take I have balance family. and comp side pays a lot you said that you so. find um, inspiration from artists like Anikan, Movision and Omar Honda 100% and what do you I, I can see how you relate to them because you know we, are, we have similar cultures but what do you gain from it um, what do I gain from it um, I think the most important thing um, that I took from being inspired by those people uh, particularly is that Okay, here are here are three people who kind of look like me, right? Mm-hmm. Who who have sort of similar upbringings because we all kind of have similar upbringings, mm-hmm. um, and they're able to produce music that sounds like this, 
on this level, right? Just in terms of in terms of sonically, not even thinking about numbers, and just being able to see that is kind of like whoa, it's kind of possible. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the biggest thing, um, and then also just the way they carry themselves. I think is just really, just really clean. So those are the things I take away from those guys. I like how you carry yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That because look, when uh, we're talking about like the artists that she just named, they all kind of have. I guess like a a more rapper look uh-huh you don't have the I guess quote unquote rapper look sure and I think that that's <laughs> like uh like logic is kind of like that well at least at the beginning right he kind of was like at the beginning he was NASA wasn't. oh he now wasn't. he is now okay oh, yeah I don't know as much logic but um <laughs> yeah I think that's I think that that's really cool and we still uh, I still you. feel like he has like an artist look it's it's, all, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not it's not a yeah. rapper look. He's not but it's a creative to look. Be. It's a creative look. Yeah. It's like a I can tell that like okay you're doing computer science but I know that you're doing <laughs> oh but, but I know you got something, something happening on the side. On the side. Yeah. I know you got something popping on the side. You feel me? It's more than just a program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Um, what's your favorite thing happening in music right now? Mm, what's my favorite thing happening in music? Um, I I really love the Billie Eilish album. I I like I think it's so good. Um. Yeah, so just like, <laughs> so just that, I so guess, special. nav drop, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, there isn't really much. Why are you two laughing? There much. I made a weird sound. <laughs> I was hoping no one heard that. I heard it, but I was ignoring I, as it. As soon as I heard the sound, I knew it was him. <laughs> He's the only one that makes sounds like that. Yeah. Um, we were actually talking about this before. I want to know your opinion. What do you think about Billie Eilish's sort of um we let's ask him did you see that interview um by vanity fair the one year apart yeah okay like what is your take on it and her being more well you, you can say how just speak on it she was yeah we won't tell you like what do you think about her sort yeah, of i don't want to practice <laughs> it in any which way what, what, Media what personality mean? like just in terms of how, like what she's like how she acts like in that in that interview specifically do y'all think it's fake well i'm asking you what do you think about that whole thing um I thought that if if the interviews um, were genuine and if the way she felt was genuine, um, I think it's kind of um, sad right. uh, mm. to just see how this sort of progression happens over time when, when these kids or whatever get famous super young, right? Mm. Um, like, I think she was, th- there was like a question or something where they asked her, um, like what would you tell yourself like in the future or something right and it was like be happy yeah and and she still wasn't happy right. um but yeah i think it was just kind of sad to see that even though like she was having this like type of commercial success that mm-hmm. um the commercial success doesn't necessarily translate uh to happiness and that sometimes yeah. it can be almost debilitating i think it's hard to read and it's it's a thing that the reason we were talking about it is because it's a fun thing that kind of talk about like do you think it's real or not and maybe it's just that like i guess for me personally it's hard for me to come to terms with the way that artists go through uh things now sure. like you know take lil xan or lil pump and uh billy Ali, whoever right versus people that um we sort of grew up or at least i grew up on like listening to rap where they were going through like literally like struggles of not being able to uh live at home um you know being homeless and having kids and having to pay child support and being on welfare and then making it beating all odds um like that's kind of what i always thought of but now there's like a lot of talks of mental health and everything and it's not to downplay what anybody's going through at all because even if Billie eilish is going through something uh just because she didn't go dead broke doesn't mean that she's not experiencing sadness. Sure. I think that's the only difficult part to process because you're comparing like somebody's story of like what they went through through with somebody who's like mentally going through maybe a similar warfare. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's why I wanted to ask you like what you think of that. And you have also, we just had a conversation about you saying like um, how you feel about money and things and you know, maybe a year from now we'll do your strange flavors one one year part, and maybe <laughs> you're like, so. "Yo, so I got the Rari. How do you feel? Yeah, that'd you be know crazy, what? Crazy, right? Like, yeah. be crazy. I mean, what do you predict? Like, would you think that that's something that you'd be like, you know what? It didn't make me happy. What like, do you, you want to tell yourself a year from now? Yeah. Um, what what do I want to tell myself a year from now? 
Um, I would just tell myself to just um, continue, continue making music and just continue doing um, the things that I love and not to take um, people's praise um, too highly and not to take um, the criticism too harshly, too harshly, you know, and just kind of like stay just kind of in this middle ground. That's really great advice. And yes, please keep making music because it's actually really great. Yeah. Um, but to clarify, I sided more with your opinion on the Billie Eilish thing. Just because I do think that having... I feel like you can understand that somebody's pain can... Throughout time, um, you can almost like see pain in somebody. Mm-hmm. And even if it is for clout to, you know hype up you know like again a lot of people people are making t-shirts out of anxiety and and selling it and that's kind of like a fad and you can also argue that well that person is going through anxiety and so whatever but I feel like Billie Eilish has at a young age experienced too much Mm -hmm. for the threshold of what she could handle sure and I think it's sad yeah yeah sorry I just want to add my opinion in there yeah um any future projects or plugs that you want to put out there and where people can find you? Um, yeah, so you can find me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music. Um, Everywhere. Under Carnotic, um, C-A-R-N-A-T-I-K. Um, I'm looking to drop my first studio EP probably mid to the end of April. Ooh, um, that's close. Yeah, so those tracks are pretty much almost done. I have probably gonna go in and record like two more tracks um, and then just leave that alone. Yeah. Awesome. Well, congratulations on everything that you've done so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, and we wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Uh, we have one final question that we ask our guests at the end of every podcast. Okay. And Shimmer will take that away. If you could describe yourself in any flavor, what flavor would it be and why? Chocolate ice cream. <laughs> um, I, feel like, I feel like it gets like a bad rap um because it's just chocolate no i'm just kidding and it's like well i don't don't know about all that (laughs) but um i guess people people just think it's bitter but i I love it Mm. and i feel like without chocolate ice cream you couldn't have other ice creams that's a that's a um play on like yourself you're saying then without Uh, yeah i mean if you want to without the reef (laughs) you couldn't have no i'm just kidding no i don't know about that (laughs) No, but yeah, I mean, that's a that's a great um, message for the chocolate ice cream. And chocolate is definitely appreciated on this but, side, so. But. No, no candy. I said on this side. Are you I like are you like a vanilla person? I, I mean, I think I'm everything so but chocolate. <laughs> I'm everything but chocolate. Okay. I love strawberry. I love vanilla. I whack, love cookie dough. Whack. I love, oh my gosh. I'm with you. Though. I'm with you. I, I think. How many times are you going to have like cookies and cream and like cookie dough? No, but you have all those options. I, I named a lot. I think that me. if you like chocolate and I'm guessing you like chocolate to a high degree. Yeah. Then you really like chocolate. <laughs> yeah. And, and people just don't understand. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and and, and I think relate. that I think that people only got to take a sip of their chocolate milk this whole podcast, which is kind of disappointing. So that's, yeah. crazy. that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. I really didn't say it like that. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> uh, well, again, Tharif, thank you for coming on the podcast. Yeah, we really you. appreciate thank you guys it. for having me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and for everybody listening, it's been another week. Another, another flavor. Oh, sorry. I hate myself. <laughs> another flavor. A little less stranger. We'll talk to you next time. Virginia nights hit the lights, take a side sound. Stars blinging in the city, make you pipe down. Snow white hit the slopes, it's a night down. It's some things about the city you should write down. It's some things about the city you should write down. You should write down. You should write down. Things about the city you should write down. We them boys who take your water, flip it right around. Cause me and my